Welcome to this very special episode of Consider This with Western Pest. This episode is going to be informative and entertaining. I've got several guests with me in the studio today. Two of them will be speaking to you throughout the podcast. The other few, well, I'll let our guests tell you about them themselves and who they brought with them. Monique, tell us who you've got with you today. Hi, um, my name is Monique LaPerrier, and I'm a canine handler with Western Pets, and I have my canine bed bug detection dog, Luke, in my lap, kissing my face, so that's why I couldn't speak for a second. Um, he's Good been timing, on, Luke. Yeah, he's been, on, he's been on the job for three years. Oh, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. And um, he's a Dachshund Terrier mix. Very, very active right now. A little bit. Very He's showing off for his girlfriend. Showing off. Peter, how about yourself? Why don't you introduce yourself? Good morning. Uh, my name is Peter Matisse. I've been working with Western Pest Services for seven years. My dog's name is Tess. She's a puggle. Um, she's been working with Western for five years. Um, and she loves what she does. Nice. So I think it's going to be a very active studio today with uh, with so. these friends, but we're absolutely glad to have them here. So so let's jump right into this uh, for Monique and Pete. We, I'd love to have you tell the audience, how did you first get started in the canine world, Monique? In just dogs in general? Sure, or yeah. Scent detection? Um, I've been doing dog sports, weight pull, agility, confirmation, um, bite work sports since 2000. And... Breed American Bulldogs. I've had, um, I'm a judge in the United Kennel Club, National Kennel Club, American Bulldog Association. So I've been in dogs a long, long time. Yep. And you've been doing the canine scent detection, I think, for about three years? Three years. Three yep. years. Very it was nice. new to me when I came to Western. Nice. Peter, how about you? Tell us about how you got your start in the canine world. Well, I started with uh, canine and searching for uh, bed bug odor in 2006 and uh, came over to Western in uh, 2012 and um you know everything from searching for bed bugs to killing bed bugs and uh um it's been great nice so this is one of the services in our in the pest control industry certainly i'll speak for for western that this gets our our teammates most excited you know this is the one thing that uh they're excited to talk about canine they're excited to promote it to their to their prospects and their current customers and and a lot of it has to do not only with the, the terrific dogs that we have, but the dog's only as good as the handler. So um, tell us a little bit about how using canine scent detection for bed bug actually works. Well, um, it works great for the customer from the standpoint of preventative maintenance. Um, the dog is trained on bed bug pheromones. The pheromones that bed bugs give off to find each other reproduce. So the canine in a preventative use and a program comes in and does a, a search to make sure the presence is not there, or if it is, it's in the beginning stages. The canine's used for early detection and bed bug control. Um, so you definitely want to be ahead of it, and the, be- and the canine's perfect for that application. Yeah, so if you have a widespread problem, you don't need a canine. You exactly. already know you have an issue, so you're looking for the low-level uh, issue that, let's get it early before it blows up so that okay. that's a lot of where you guys will operate huh absolutely what what's the reaction of the customers and you come come walking in there with your with your dog and and you know what do you hear from customers what's some of the feedback you get well the first thing they always say is oh i thought it was going to be a german shepherd because <laughs> yes. they think scent detection dogs they think larger dogs and um 
they can't believe how quick it is, how efficient it is, and when he finds one bug in their bed, they're they're more amazed than they are freaked out that they have a Absolutely. bug at the time. So I think the dogs break the ice a lot <laughs> with the tension, with because mm-hmm. you know people are freaked out that you're in their apartment, and the dogs definitely break the tension with that and yeah so it kind of calms the situation yeah, in some it cases does. when what can be a difficult situation for for folks to deal with i guess mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense so tell us about how we go about training these dogs i this is not a one done thing this is a constant ongoing process talk a little bit about that well the initial stages you know we go everywhere from um <clears throat> from environmental work to um, in the field, exposing the, the canine to sirens, mass amounts of people, different scenarios in theater, um, and then to, into the imprinting process and the detailing uh, that goes into conducting a search. Um, and then there's the maintenance, the daily maintenance and training and logging of, of scenarios that you're training within. Um, so that's all important and, and also goes along with uh, maintaining vials of live bed bugs to train the dogs with. Um, there's nothing better to train with than the actual live, um, you know, target odor. Yeah, so interesting. You brought up some of the environmental issues that they're going to face. They're going to be doing an inspection and a siren's going to go off, or they're going to hear noises or what have you. People. And you got to, tra- people are going to be talking. You got to keep them on task. So that's some of the training that they have to go through as well. Yes, sir. That's interesting. We tested an entire. Uh, probably six floors of an apartment building while they were testing fire alarms. No kidding, yeah. So that was, <laughs> yeah. And he didn't phase him at all. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's important. That's, that's going to happen. And you can't say, well, you know, we'll come back when everything's really, really quiet. That's yeah. not realistic in the no. real world. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So what kind of industries are most common that, uh, that benefit from a service like this? Anywhere people are. We have schools, hotels, motels, um, assisted living, Apartment buildings, clinics. Yeah, the medical industry. Is medical big, industry yeah. is huge. Um, anywhere people go, movie theaters. Yeah, that's anywhere. interesting. You know, you mentioned even movie theaters and, and talking to people. Sometimes you don't think about some of the locations you could have bed bugs. Uh, and, and that's why I tell them, go, it's anywhere people can congregate. I've said, you know, you could have them in a school. It's as simple as somebody has them at home, brings them in on a backpack. Backpack is next to your child's backpack. It hitches a ride on that. All of a sudden, they bring them home. You have you have bed bugs now. So, yep. uh, you know, certainly movie theaters. A lot of people congregate there. So, uh, you know, we're basically saying there's almost no industry that we can think of that it's not something that would be a an issue. And and you guys have had experience in a lot of different industries, huh? What's yes. one of the tougher industries you you ever deal with? Is there one in particular that stands out that's a more challenging environment to work in? You know, each each situation, each environment is, can can be different. I mean, um, everywhere from a mass amount of people and and you know a ruckus going on with people or food. You know, lots of times we're searching restaurants, even you know sitting areas of restaurants or employee locker rooms of restaurants, and you have strong food odors that can be a tough a challenge for the canine with overwhelming food odor and whatnot. But uh, you know, construction situations, there's there's just, you don't know what you're going into every search. So, you know, there's different challenges. It could be posed in any situation. So. Dirty hotel rooms. Yeah. 
you know, it's just so <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you don't so, even think about it. You yeah. know, not everybody leaves hotel rooms really nicely. <laughs> yeah. So we go into a lot of vacant, dirty hotel rooms. Yeah. And yeah. when you walk in, I mean, there's food all over the floor and the beds are unmade. Yeah. Drinks spilled. And obviously, we have to be conscious of the safety of the dog as well. So what are some safety precautions that we're, we need to be thinking of for, for the canine before we just kind of send them in there? Well, I always like to do a safety walkthrough, uh, kind of leave the canine in the vehicle, um, meet with the uh, contact and do a little walkthrough. I'm looking for safety hazards. I always say, you know, my mission is to find or not find uh, the presence of bed bugs. But before that, uh, my responsibility to the canine is to make sure that she's safe. So, uh, you know, you're looking for carpet tacks, exposed carpet tacks. If they're doing construction, construction debris, did somebody put down a chemical? Is there, um, you know, dust or something present that could harm the dog? So, you know, is there other animals in the in the in theater? So you have to look at all those possibilities. And one of the things I know that we've done uh, over the years and we're doing more and more in 2019 is around customer demos because we w- we know there's folks out there that either don't know how this uh, canine process works to find bed bugs or maybe they had experience that, that kind of soured them on it. So we want to say, hey, if you're unsure or you're not confident of the process, let us show you what, what our process is. We can't speak for other other folks. Uh, Monique, you've done several uh, recently, did, as did a matter of yesterday. fact. Did one yesterday. Peter, I know you've done mm-hmm. them in the past. Mm-hmm. Share with, with us a little bit about how those uh, demos and symposiums go and kind of how the, the you're able to show the the potential customers uh, what what it's all about well like yesterday i had um we have and then you built a wheel correct mm-hmm. and i have like a pvc um it's like pvc and you can hide things in them so one has four and then i have a, a circle of small paint cans that i can hide things in and I hit a scented towel in one, and I hit a live vial of bugs in the other. And he nailed both of them perfectly fine, took them out. Then I handed the bugs to the client, and I said, place it in one of the can, you know, in one of the compartments. It's fine. Took him into the other room, came back in, and he nailed it. And that was with residual odor still in those other sections. So he would, they were completely amazed. And I said, well, he'll go to the concentration of odor. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll walk over and check it out. He'll linger around. I said it might take him a minute, but he ended up nailing the correct container. Nice. And you've done some as well, I believe, some demos. Absolutely. A bunch of them. Yeah. And you know what? what, Another great thing, and getting back to a point from before, you know, I like to do in-theater tests as well with scented towels with a contact on on a site, Um, especially if we didn't have any findings. I want to show the customer, hey, you know, it's clear with high accuracy cleared but i'm going to hide a scented towel that has bed bug pheromones on it i'm going to have you hide the towel and have my dog find it and they get to see the dog at work they get to see the dog find its target um so that they're just blown away like monique said earlier they're blown away by that they're uh impressed and even when you find bed bugs and i'm sure you've seen this plenty of times monique if you find bed bugs, the fact that the dog alerted to it, the customer is happy. They're even happy, even though they were just found out they do yep. have bed bugs. They're happy that they saw the dog do its job, and they're blown away. Mm-hmm. You walk away from them happy and excited, that even though they have bed bugs, they saw something amazing. And to your point from earlier is that they're probably catching lower-level infestations, so now we can deal with that issue, resolve that issue, mm-hmm. so it doesn't become a bigger issue. In the absence of finding it, that can reproduce pretty quickly, move around the facility pretty quickly, and all of a sudden you... 
you, you realize you got a bigger problem. So I'm sure they do appreciate that. Oh, yeah. So, so talk to me about how you work with uh, the branch teams, because obviously that's a partnership that you need to make sure that they're out representing what you folks do. And uh, I know a lot of the demos and symposiums, you actually partner with them. Uh, so talk to me about the relationship you have with uh, the sales teams, the service teams on, on K9. Well, it's really good that we, we try to keep an open line of communication between the sales teams just so they're getting accurate information about the canines. Um, as far as, you know, what they can and cannot do because there's a lot of things our dogs, like our dogs really can't smell through plastic. So if you have a bunch of plastic bags tied up, our dog can't search those. Um, if there's chemicals in those bags, we, we don't want to search those. Um, if there's any, if there's been any treatments within the last three weeks, we can't search because of false indications on anything dead. It can be an indication up to three weeks post-mortem on the bug. So there are a little bit of rules that we try to get through the salespeople, and they've been doing a great job um, conveying those to customers, and it's been getting much better. And on top of that, you know, the, the relationship with the sales team and the branches helps make a seamless transition. I love this part. A seamless transition from canine inspection to, if needed, the treatment section, mm-hmm. the pest control. So just quick, nice, easy handoff from the customer with, the, with canine and right into the pest control, we make a phone call to that sales rep so this the transition is seamless. Yeah. Yeah, good. And we were it's funny, we were talking about this earlier, Peter. One of the things we, we try to do is make sure that you folks have an opportunity to attend, you know, service meetings, sales meetings, manager meetings, so that everybody's in touch with what you're doing. You're educating them on how things are going, what they need to know, making sure as newer folks enter the company they're also aware of, okay, here's here's how this works. Um, so talk to me about the difference. You know, there's there's canine scent detection for all types of industries, bomb sniffing, narcotics, you know, all kinds of things. Is uh, Are there some differences in how they train those dogs? Or in some cases, there's similarities in how we do it. You know, talk to us about that. Um, the dogs are pretty much all trained the same way. It's just a different odor. Um, we're all used on a reward base, um, be it a ball or a towel. We use scented towels because we want that. That's the just the our trainer prefers that type of reward um and it's all it's a game it's always a game and it's fun it's fun for the dogs we like to, we have to keep it fun so yeah and you mentioned that you know master trainer we have a tremendous master trainer so but the, the program's in great hands as i said we've got tremendous dogs and uh and in fact you know you, you know you some of our handlers even run more than one dog so so peter speak to that you you brought tests today you got some other friends <laughs> though uh as well yeah uh, actually, I work uh, with Raven as well. She's a Patterdale Terrier, four years old, a uh, great little dog, um, and used to work with Dixie, our retired veteran there. Um, you know, and the other part about the training, it's always great to train um, not just in finding bed bugs, but not finding bed bugs. So I like to train in a situation where there's no hides, there's no odor present, because often we're used. To not just prove there's there's a problem or a potential problem, but we're proved to, we're used to prove that there is no issue. So we're proving a negative just as much sometimes as mm-hmm. right, Monique as as we're proving a positive. So in the training aspect, equal training and and proving odors present and odors not present is a really great thing to do. So that's an important distinction because we we really believe we've set up a program that doesn't promote us finding issues. It promotes us just finding out what's going on there. There's just as much incentive for you to say, hey, I don't 
have anything here versus you do. And it's, it's important. We're not just trying to, to push to find them. We want to make sure if they're there, we do find them. But if we don't find anything, we want to tell the customer, hey, there's there's nothing here. And to your point, you've had situations where nothing was found and you still uh, train the dog in front of the customer to say, here, you can find it. I'll, I'll take some rolled up towels and prove that this dog is on point, mm-hmm. but there's nothing in your facility right now. And I think that's important for a customer to feel comfortable. And brand protection comes in two forms, you know. It just doesn't come from protecting their brand that there is an issue and finding it, but providing them with the document or report that says there is no issue. So there's two types of brand protection in that case. Yeah, you know, brand protection is an important thing. Obviously, we we spend a lot of time focused on making sure we protect the Western brand, but we darn well know every day we're protecting our customers' brands. And when you talk about bed bug issues in certain industries, we know there's a very negative connotation around that. Mm -hmm. And so this program allows those customers to feel very good about the fact that they've got a solid program to protect their own brand. So that, that's that's particularly good. Um, look at, is he falling asleep? Probably. Luke, yeah. Are we boring this you? A, this is a new thing. Yeah. Is it, Luke, are you napping? You were out late last night? <laughs> He says, I just want to search for bed bugs. I just want to I was <laughs> up early. Yeah. He doesn't like getting out of bed. Searching for bed bugs is more fun than podcasting, as it turns out. <laughs> yes. Nice. So what else What else are you excited about with the program? You've been doing this several years. Talk about some other things that you're excited about with, with our program. Anything else come to mind? You work with a great team. and um, I, I think our, our team, um, being with Western, our opportunity as handlers to be educated – um, in our training and to go to like to go to the meetings and to go to um, bug school what was that called <laughs> I forgot oh the technical schools you've yeah, been the te- to the oh, technical yeah. schools and things like that and having entomologists at our disposal for questions and all kinds of things I think that really makes us a great team yeah, you're integrated very well in, in what happens. In fact, Peter, I know you, you you know how to treat for them as well if you have issues, but you guys are integrated very well with the team. And as, as I started off with this conversation, uh, it's, it's just one of the services that uh, the team is so excited about. I, I made the comment to you, uh, Monique, a few weeks back that we just hung some some new photos uh, in our Parsippany office. In fact, Peter, I just realized I didn't tell you this. Uh, we hung some photos in the office and I walked around. There's a big picture of Monique and Luke, and then we've got you on the wall as well. I don't know if you know that uh, yet, but you're hanging that. on the wall in Parsippany. <laughs> so there's several dog pictures, and I made a comment to Lisa. I said, Jesus, someone visited our office. They wouldn't even realize what we do for a living. They think we're in the dog business, but we just love our, our canine teams, and, and we appreciate what you do. We've got several other handlers as well. Uh, they're not here today, but several other, other handlers as well, and, and we couldn't be more proud of the uh, the skill level of them, the passion that they have. That's what we see with you guys is that you're just so passionate about what you do, and I've told folks that you can't just hand me the leash to these dogs and say, okay, Mark, this is a really good bed bug dog. You go work it. It wouldn't work. I, I couldn't do it because I don't know how to do that. Uh, so we don't just say, well, Monique is sick today. Let's hand the leash to somebody else. It just doesn't work that way. Um, you know, that, At least that's the way we believe the program needs to be done. It needs to be with, a, with an appropriately trained handler as well as an appropriately trained dog. We know? spend a lot of time studying <laughs> our dogs. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, my friends joke. They're like, oh, well, you're a glorified leash holder. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I said, I, I spend all day watching this dog. Like, yeah. I, I watch his every move. I watch his whiskers twitch. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so many little subtle clues that they give us. It's not always sniff, sniff, sniff. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's not, it's not always that way. Yeah, I've seen you guys in action. No, I, mean, I would hit be a, a subtle odor. Shoulder, not you. No. They, they, they hit a subtle odor, 
And you have to recognize when they're hitting odor because it's not always a clear alert. So, Luke, why do you decide you're going to do the licking right in the middle of when Monique is talking? (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I appreciate you guys spending some time with us today. Um, I've told you this before. I want to make sure I tell you this again. You guys are tremendous at what you do. You make me proud of what you do, Uh, super confident in what you do. Uh, The team is excited about it. It's a valuable part of what we offer as a company. Uh, We wanted to have an opportunity to kind of bring you on today to talk about some of the exciting things we're doing. Um, so that so that we can get that message out. So we certainly appreciate it. Uh, for the folks that are listening, if there's any potential customers out there that would like to know more about our canine service, we are happy to, to show you a demo. Uh, we've got some video demos that we've done as well. In fact, Pete, you're on one of the demos that we did a while back uh, with Dixie at the time just to kind of show you how our program works. We'd be happy to do that for you. Just reach out to us at 1-800-544-BUGS. That's 1-800-544-BUGS. Uh, We certainly also would love to have you follow us uh, and listen to our other podcasts. We had Monique on uh, not too long ago in our Women in Pest Control. did a tremendous job. Um, So we'd love to have you follow us either in – we got it on Spotify now or on iTunes. Uh, so we can, you can find us in any number of places. So, uh, again, thank you very much for your time today. We certainly appreciate it. And thank you to our, our dogs as well. You guys are very, very cooperative. So uh, thanks a lot. Take thanks. care. Thanks thank for you. having us.